Welcome to another episode of Adding Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Serena Ryan. This is episode 89. Can I really change my bad money habits? It is confronting, and as always, I feel like episodes of this podcast are like sharing my underwear drawer. It is vulnerable, raw, and very real, and a tad messy. I feel that I don't always like to share. I don't like recording these episodes every week. They are raw for me at times, and this episode is no different. Episode 88, I've actually published late. It was due to be published last Friday, and I got to a point of being ready to hit publish, and I felt too raw. I think it's important to highlight that because it's not always easy, even though the more I talk about my money challenges, it is getting easier. I'm someone who I've often joked is a textbook of what not to do with money. And I hope my journey over the last four years now of getting better with money is helpful for anyone who is challenged like I have been with money. The interesting reason for this week's topic is one where I felt that I've been going backwards and that is awkward and scary to say out aloud. But I've made a commitment that nothing is off limits talking about in this podcast and I want it to be a different point of view being shared rather than that of the experts. I'm not a financial advisor or an accountant. Everything I share is my lived experience and I do it from a place of hoping that those who are struggling with money can see that there are people out there like them and money is one of those funny things, particularly debt. We don't know people have it or not unless they share their story about it. It's so easily hidden and a lot of shame is around that as well. I want to remove that and speak up, but that doesn't mean I don't find it challenging, but I'm doing it despite feeling the fear. And that is what this episode is about this week. Oh my goodness. You think you're actually going forwards until something knocks you off your feet and you feel suddenly uncertain again. And that is what I want to explore in this podcast episode this week. Now, before I get into it, I always like to share my highlights of the week. I recommend you also find your highlights as well when listening to this. Have a reflection on your week. There's always positives to pull out of it, regardless of where you're at. And this is a cool exercise to do. My money highlights this week. My best saving, my best learning and money bravery. My best saving this week, (laughs) driving past the drive-thru, yep. The temptation when you're disorganized or under the pump and pretty busy and being a mum and running a business and general life, you know, maintenance and coming into the silly season, that's what I affectionately call Christmas, I was hungry and so tempted to pull into the drive-thru this week. 
Not that I don't use the drive-thru occasionally of some of our lovely fast food joints, but it's never really my first choice. In saying that, the temptation is very real when you're hungry and feeling time poor. I resisted pulling into the drive-thru. I'm celebrating that this week because that saved me. I think the red light helped because the red light at the traffic lights, obviously I'm sitting there waiting and deciding whether or not to turn to go towards the drive-thru. In that moment, I saw the opportunity to not. I started to think about the food that was in my fridge and the pantry and realized it wouldn't take long for me to boil water and put some pasta on. And I had already some bolognese meat that was frozen in the freezer. I could easily defrost in the microwave. And there was a meal right there. And I already had the food. That saved me from spending at the drive-thru. Sometimes it's not always about always doing it one way or another. Other times I've gone through the drive-thru. But when I already had the food at home, that stopping and thinking about what I had at home before automatically unconsciously going through the drive-thru is something to celebrate. My best learning. Mistakes happen. They do. Beating myself up about it won't change it. But I have found if I change my reaction to the situation, I'm okay. Classic example. Monday, I went past the drive-thru. That was my best saving. Wednesday, I went through the drive-thru. I did. There you go. Confession time. Now, I could have easily said that that was a disaster and I shouldn't have done it. But the reality for me was I did it and I own it. I enjoyed it. And consciously now my reaction to it, instead of getting down in the dumps about it and feeling miserable. Because the thing is, when you're miserable, everything is harder. Everything whether I'm talking about money, general life, getting out of bed in the morning, if you're feeling miserable, it's harder. So I felt it's okay. My reaction was like, you know what? I've done it. I need to adjust my budget accordingly because I've spent the money. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the meal. So moving on, I'm not doing it every single day. And it's happened. Mistakes can happen or choice can happen because I have the money in the first place to spend. So embrace it and keep moving. My reaction makes the difference. The mistake doesn't define me. My reaction to it is my opportunity to do better. My money bravery this week. Sharing my story. This week was my first opportunity to do a talk that was sharing my my moment of where my financial literacy became a priority in my life. That story in itself is encapsulated in this incredible book, Sacred Promise. 
Now I will put a link in the show notes if you're interested in checking it out. This story held within the pages of this book is a testament to understanding what breaks my heart and is a motivator for me to do this podcast. Speaking up about money challenges, we never really know people's money story unless they're willing to share it. My bravery this week in sharing my story really blew me away being in a room full of women who some of them admitted to me afterwards privately how their money challenges have become part of who they are and also their awareness now of what they're doing with their life with regards to money. I honour their stories because I feel how important it is for me to be reminded how significant this podcast is to be different, to stand out for what it is. Something I highlighted in the talk I did this week is how messy a money journey is. And when I first started this podcast, I really didn't want to focus on it as a business podcast. I didn't want to focus on it being something professional or polished because I knew if that was where I was headed with it, I was going to have all the reasons in the world not to publish the podcast. So instead, I've allowed it to be what it is. And some weeks I've tried harder than others to make it more polished. And other weeks I've purely just hit publish and let it stand for what it is. I see that is almost a artistic representation of what it's like with our money journey. If you're someone who is money challenged and finding it really hard to break habits, you can slip back into old habits very easily. And it's the consistency of showing up regardless of how messy it is that makes a difference to transform the money journey. So if you're listening for the first time and this is episode 89 of this podcast, awesome. I challenge you in a positive light if you're looking for more support to understand and know that you're not the only one going through money challenges, listen to a variety of other episodes within this podcast. Episode one is very raw and me with my voice shaking, full of fear and anxiety at the thought of sharing my money story. Episode 20 is all about me buying my first property at the age of 20. Episode 30 is really how I was really struggling at the age of 30 and what my money story looked like then. In episode 40, all about me going to New York and running the New York Marathon, being super fit and 40 and failing at finance. The episodes themselves are very real and raw. And I publish them and will continue to keep publishing, knowing the reaction I'm getting when I speak to people and get comments back via the show notes link in the podcast where people are saying it's helping. As I said in episode one, if this podcast only helps with one person, then it is successful. And I can already tell you now, the one person it's helping is me. So that's great. One person's being helped. But the feedback I'm getting is we're helping a lot more people through it. 
So yeah, money journeys are messy. Let's embrace the mess together and keep going. Episode 89 for me. Can I really change my bad money habits? Now, I can speak from my experience. I don't know if you feel the same way. Always do let me know if you would like to through the link in the show notes to get in contact. I, when I am in a state of fear, anxiety, stress, I go back to my comfort zone. And comfort zone doesn't mean that it's a good place. It just means where I'm used to being. And where I've been used to being my entire adult life, well, up until four years ago, is in a space of overspending. Jeez, I said it out aloud. Not paying attention to my finances. And when I'm in that state, it's not a healthy place to be. But it's a place of denial as well, because I'm avoiding reality. It's not a healthy place. And this week I got triggered. Yeah, (laughs) geez. I got a letter from the bank letting me know that our mortgage had gone up again. I say again, because I've been getting these letters since May, every single month. And we're now at December. And... It means that our mortgage is going up yet again. As I say it out loud now, I can still feel my heart starting to increase in beating and my palms are starting to get sweaty. It puts me into a state of stress because the reality was, okay, I knew interest rates were going up. Okay, they've gone up once or twice. We'll be okay. I've got a bit of a buffer there. Super proud of our finances. I've got ourselves into this situation of being okay with money. I feel like I've got this. But to have it continually be going up and up and up. And now, only two weeks out from Christmas and organizing Christmas presents and getting ready for Christmas celebrations and it's typically a time where the budget gets a little bit in a pinch. I am going, well, hang on a minute. That money buffer I had was to allow us to be able to enjoy ourselves a little bit more at Christmas. So now I'm looking at the Christmas budget, making sure every single dollar is being counted. And then the anxiety comes in because I'm like, When is this going to stop? And the temptation, something I completely did not expect, I felt like I was being blindsided, is that I've wanted to spend more money. Like, what's with that? Seriously. Why would I feel like that when this is really a time I should be pulling in the reins? not one to shy away from it I wanted to sit with my feelings a bit longer to understand what on earth was going on and I started to reflect much the same as I've recommended previous podcast episodes I started to listen to them and remind myself of my habits I've been more in a comfort zone of not paying attention to money 
but then actually staying with my new habits. And when this letter came, it suddenly put me in a state of fear again. That fear made me start to feel like I didn't want to pay attention to my finances anymore. That is not something you really want to talk about to anyone. Not in my experience. And here I am putting it on a podcast. Go figure. I can see how important it is for me to take a breath and be aware. It reminded me, even now as I'm sitting in my office, of an incredible book that, hmm, I'm just looking up on screen here behind me. It's up on the shelf or is it? Having that pause, check my bookshelf out as you do. You'll notice that if you have been watching this podcast on Spotify, because I do share it as a video podcast there. The Good Fight by Leanne Davey is an incredible book that I've read primarily for a business sense because she helps organizational teams with regards to having healthy conflict in the workplace. But that's the thing, right? Healthy conflict in all areas of our lives actually makes us better. And that's what I've discovered with regards to money. One of the biggest things for me and the biggest shift was to be in a state where I could have healthy boundaries around money and have healthier conversations and even talking about the hard stuff. So the cool thing that's happened is this morning, just before this podcast, I have contacted our mortgage broker. He has said to send him a copy of our latest statement for our mortgage and he's going to check in with the bank to see what he can do to negotiate the rate there. And that's an opportunity to help with our finances. So instead of sitting in a place of not having these conversations, I'm going into a braver space to have proactive conversations I'm taking control of the finances. Yes, I've had a couple of days of sitting in panic mode and being triggered and feeling like I was slipping backwards rather than going forwards. The power of having this podcast and all these episodes has actually helped me to remind me of how far I've come. As I say that out aloud, I encourage you to document your money journey and your money story too, because the power of reflecting on how far you've come can help you when you're feeling like you're having a bad day. I'm taking back control with regards to the mortgage. And, oh my goodness, how did I even forget this? But as I'm recording this podcast, I realized I had a really momentous occasion this week and it's something to really celebrate. On Sunday... Being time poor, I'd been out with the family for the day. I hadn't written my shopping list and I hadn't done my shopping online, which has been most weeks what I do. This week, I stepped into the supermarket without a shopping list and I was feeling nervous. I didn't want to overspend and I only wanted to get what we needed. Now, being in the habit of meticulously writing that list 
every day now for, well, not every day, once a day, weekly. <laughs> oh, my goodness, for nearly four years. I had a moment to figure out exactly what we had because I'm checking every day what we're eating or not eating, minimizing the waste. I did my best to do the shop without the list and it cost $95.33 this week. And the key thing for me, it was a miracle because one, I actually got enough food to feed a family of four for the week and two, going physically in store, I got to go and check out the specials in the meat section that are usually close to their expiry date. They haven't expired yet, but they're close. And often you get heavily discounted meat that way. That is what meant the difference between me spending now on average around $120 to $130 a week because of the increased cost of food. That is what I'm usually spending to feed a family of four. This week, because I was able to take advantage of specials, I was able to get our shop at $95.33. And I got home, checked everything, and I hadn't missed anything because I'd been meticulously every week stocking up on the essentials that I needed. And I fundamentally stick to the same set of routine of what we need for fruit and veg, meat, and our dairy, and our tinned, and our pastas. I have been able to stick to pretty closely what we need. I forget how far I've come. That's something I could never have dreamt prior to getting aware of my finances. If I go back and look into my history of my archive over four years ago, my average cost for groceries was sitting around $160 to $180 a week. And the waste that was coming out of that was consistent as well because I wasn't always eating everything before its due date. So that adjustment and seeing how far I've come makes this a pretty special episode too to reflect on where I'm at coming into Christmas and interest rates going up and feeling like I'm spiraling. There are so many things I can't control. That won't change. But how I react to situations I can change and I'm so incredibly grateful for that and this week. As always, if there's anything you'd like me to discuss further or talk about, or you've got an opportunity for me to speak more about my money challenges on your podcast or in person, do get in contact. Use the links in the show notes of this podcast and have an incredible week. Look forward to episode 90 with you next week.